This week on the Pushwallers podcast, it's our first Corona Cast. We list what we think it means for in-person PT and online PT and how myself and Dan are going about it. We also talk about all the tin food you're going to eat. Alright, three, two, one, welcome to the Bunker Cast, Dan. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs Podcast with myself, Dami. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, bro? Life from the bunker. You make it sound like we need like lead walls or something. <laughs> I mean, well, there's so- actually like, so I listen to like a uh, NFL show and like they're obviously normally in the studio doing their stuff and all five of them on the show have had to, <laughs> have to do it from their houses. Because they have uh, all been told to go home in the okay. NFL in uh, San Fran? No, LA. In LA, of course. Um, yeah, so interesting times, my friends. So well, yeah. I don't know if, don't know if interesting to what I'd use time, no, to be honest. It's but, incredibly you know. interesting. Yeah. It's, it's scary, and it's <laughs> like 100%. I realized that I put all my stories like uh, whether we should, we should do more, and the general consensus is yes, uh, more shows. Um, it was obviously. I want three a week. Uh, yes, but can they not be Corona related? Mm, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and uh, daily workout advice: be better than depressing news. I was like, okay, brilliant. Um, so a bit, a bit of mix and match, maybe is what we're going to do. Yeah. I think we, we're, we're going to plan on doing some more. I believe because um, I mean Dan doesn't have a job anyway, so doesn't he, he's got all the time in the world. And as of right now. Um, my third space is closed. Um, this is the first day that's been closed. It's officially saying 48 hours, but I think it's more than my 48 days, um, I would assume. So, yeah, I'm turning into you, mate. I just sit at home, do, do stuff. I've, I've, I'm in the lucky scenario of, obviously, I've taken on that job with the PTC, and that is heavily remote-based anyway. Um, so I've got. So you want to thank your lucky stars, the person that got you that job, Tom. <laughs> exactly. So I'm lucky I can fall back slightly on mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah. I'm not going to take the piss and be like, Luke, I can go full time now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously, we're, we're going to talk about the repercussions, what's going through in my head right now as an employed personal trainer and what's been happening today and what's what you guys have. Obviously, there's other people in other businesses that are probably going through the same thing and just realizing that you're, you're in the same boat as me. Um, and Dan as well, because obviously you're a self-employed personal trainer, really, but online-based, and you can say, kind of think, there's, I'm assuming, maybe 500, 600 of the people that listen to this show um, are all in the same boat as us, um, so they probably want to know what we're doing. Um, I, I would, um, and then some nosy, nosy fuckers will want to know what we're doing anyway, so um, happy St. Patrick's Day, by the way. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, I'll be so celebrating I'm, anyway, Because I'm going to drink it whilst the show's going on. Is that right? Yeah, good. Yeah, you the, crack on, mate. Ooh. There um, we go. I think, I think with everything that's gone on, I think there's a couple of things to, to think about. Um, I, I think it's like... Mm-mm-mm. It's so easy to get bogged down, and like I, I wrote my email the other day about the topic, and, and like like I suppose with this podcast, like we're obviously going to address it on this one, but going forward, we're not going to, or try not to, because it's fucking boring. The news is depressing. Like if you watch the news, it's just it just is awful. Like what they think is going to happen. But I saw an interesting thing from someone today in saying that the news want to keep you on their websites. They want to keep you watching because they get better views and figures and stuff, and they've got to make it you know sound a bit worse than maybe it could be or whatever. But uh, people are flapping around and worrying about about their 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 jobs, I suppose, and and their um, businesses potentially and stuff like that. And, and I think I would be more worried than I am if I felt like it was my fault, or if I felt that I have let people down, or I could have done something differently. But ultimately, this is not anyone's fault. Well, it's China's fault. Really, but well, I don't think we. Have. <laughs> I think it's we can't say whole China. I think well, we no, say, I think we can blame China's we, health and health and safety standards. We, we can we can like, blame the morons that apparently allegedly decided to eat some bats. 
Um, yeah, I mean, probably, you know, having live and down animals on the same market, you know, it probably isn't great, but whatever. Um, but yeah, like, is you know, it's it's no one's fault. And, and, I, and checking, just checking our listenership in China right now, mate. Um, yeah. <laughs> just plummeted. Good work. Um, um, but yeah, and, and I listened to a podcast. Um, so basically, my and, and the podcast was basically sort of saying, look, this, you know, you have to take responsibility for things, even if they're not your fault. And it wasn't even about this. It was, it was a fucking old podcast I listened to, but it was basically saying how oh, things can happen to you. Things can, you know, whatever. And it's not your fault, but it is your responsibility to deal with it. It is your responsibility to how you act and all that sort of stuff. So I look, I was quite glad that I listened to that straight away when all this was kicking off, because I, I made a, a decision to go, right, I'm going to spend more time with Isabel, with my family, with, my work with my clients rather than watching the news or listening to all the shit because Isabel's a great example of this. I know it sounds really weird, but she has no idea what's going on. Yeah. She has no idea what's going on. All she knows is that I'm present more and I'm actually around more and Isabel and Laura's around more and actually she lo- is loving it, to be honest. Yeah. If I'm being honest, she actually <laughs> quite likes it. She gets to watch Toy Story all day. She gets to stay in her pyjamas till about two o'clock. She fucking loves it. And I think that when you really kind of boil it down and go, look, people are going to lose loved ones eventually like me and tom it's quite close to home for both of us like yep. some of our parents are at high risk like we won't be able to see them for months probably um but i basically told my dad i was like don't leave the house stay in the house like yep. going to you guys like look at you it's quite real anyway i'm sure i think your mum is real as well it's, so. it's, it's quite weird though because i got sent a thing about like so the boomer boomer kind of parents which both I guess our parents kind of fall into uh, a very uh, like finding it hard to being told what to do by us and being like, nah, not taking it seriously. So I had the conversation with, <clears throat> I think I made the call on Friday or Saturday when it was starting to pick up really seriously in London. Like, cause we're, I think we're a little bit ahead of everybody else in the country. Like that's a brag. It's fucking awful. But in terms of accelerating stuff and then, I messaged my sisters and said, you are not fucking going around to visit our parents. And I was like, hundred percent. No. Um, especially my, my, one of my sisters like, uh, teaches dance and stuff. So she's in contact with a lot of people. Um, and then like, but seem to have the no justification was like, Oh, I'm going to be bored though. Like, so you, are you saying that I can't go to, so my mum like invigilates at schools, just, Oh, she's on retirement. She just likes going back there. She's like, are you saying I can't like go swimming? I was like, hundred percent. Don't go swimming. She's like, why? I was like, I'm really yeah. bored. It's like, yeah, because I'd rather be able to see you in six months. Yeah. Yeah. My, I mean, luckily my dad's taking it a bit more seriously, to be fair. He is, he, he, <laughs> she he has now. Like, now she's, yeah. she was like, actually, she was like, thanks for telling me that, actually. Sorry, I was a bit yeah. of a dick. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think, I think it's, it's one of those things where I think where I've seen people say, obviously, oh, stay positive, be positive and stuff. But obviously we're coming at it from a point of view of where actually we're, we could be affected by it a bit more seriously than other people might be. So we don't say it lightly and we don't kind of take this view, I suppose, of things lightly, but it's just like, I'm just, and I can't believe I'm saying this because I am not in general, but I'm trying to just be as positive as I can be. And I know I love a moan. I love a rant. I love all that sort of stuff, but I also love all that stuff when it's funny and it's you know a bit light-hearted and stuff but this isn't light-hearted this is this is pretty serious and ultimately there's nothing any of us can do about it if there was something we could do i i would be maybe a bit more annoyed or i'd be a bit more proactive but there's literally nothing we can do yeah. other than just do what we're told uh, at the time that we're told it and make the best decisions for us individually at the right time and there's no point getting down about it or stressing about it um well within reason um mm-hmm. And, and I, you know, like I said, try and I, I'm just trying to focus on on things like I can get to read more, maybe get to learn some new skills, maybe get to speak to more people, you know, more of my friends that I d- couldn't before. I speak to them on the phone a bit more. Maybe I, I spend, you know, a bit more time with with my own with my own family and focus a little bit less on other things and think about the future and think about where would I want to be in 12 months time? What do I want to be doing? Where do I want to see my job, my life, all that sort of stuff, which I think we don't actually have a lot of time in daily life to think about because we're so busy and stressed and running around like headless chickens or headless bats, excuse the pun. Um, and you know, that we, we don't actually take time to, to, to take stock of things. And obviously we'd love to do that in a better scenario, where we weren't potentially stressed about money or stressed about jobs mm-hmm. or, or whatever. But like I said, I think I'd be far more stressed about it if I knew it was my fault or I knew that it wasn't, if it was, you know, in my hands or something like that, but it's, it's kind of not really. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I think that's hard for a lot of people. But I, I go the other way with that. I, I go the other way. I think some people find it really hard when things aren't in their hands because they, they panic and stress. I'm the opposite. I just go completely, well, this fuck all I can do. It's, yeah. I get panicked and stressed when I know I could be doing better. It's when I know I could be doing better, I get stressed. Whereas this is like, well, I'll just sit in on bulls and horses because there's fuck all I can do. <laughs> I right. think like, my personality is pretty calm anyway. And it's kind of, I don't know, from this as well, I'm kind of, yeah, it's the stuff that you can have direct effect on. It's just like, all right, I can do that. But it's just like, this is just time to focus on the stuff that you can change. It's like, all right, I can still do this work. I can still do that. We can still do this inside. We can sort out everything in the flat. It's like, it's cool. Um, it's like this, just it's like this, this stuff, regardless of what we do right now, is going to happen in terms of people losing jobs, people getting sick. Um, for example, closing down companies, closing down factories, production lines going down, like all value of think about all production value has to go down because people are going to have to sell old stock in terms of like any retail, etc. Even if, if they have it, if they have the old stock, then they put it out. If they don't want to put it out, then it's fine. All that kind of stuff's going to have to go down. So, for example, third space, chances are I'm not going to go in charging my 95 to 100 pounds an hour again. I probably have to crack that down to about 75 go in 30% lower because people aren't going to have the value of money. But that's the, all future stuff we're going to have to think about. But just <laughs> think, focus on stuff that's going to happen now. Weird. Weird, Dan. Yeah, Which, and no one, know, no one knows what's going to happen. So it, it, is. Is, it is what it is. As, do you know what? As long as they still keep making Crave cereal, we'll be okay. <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah. So that was that was something. Can we talk about that now? Yeah, we can come back to what we're actually doing. So snacking, mate. So what? What <laughs> have you gone out for a shop and got a load of stuff or not? Have you done that? Are you? I'm trying really hard not to because I would just sit and fucking eat it. Like I don't. I don't want to come out this twelve weeks fat. So see, I think because we're like I don't know because it's accelerating a little bit more here. Like we've gone out and done some. Like we keep buying food uh, every single time we're out. Obviously Guinness. Apparently. Um, so yeah, I, also quarantine time is airport time completely. You can have a drink whenever you like. Uh, it doesn't. It's yeah, not okay. yeah. <laughs> we're not quarantined. We're kind of isolated or isolating. Like we're not going out really. Like I went. We went around Regent's Park today, and that's about it. Went to the shop. That's it. Not. I'm not doing anything. I'll cycle maybe tomorrow. Got my ten thousand steps. Boom. Make sure I do that. I'll be alright. Um, Such a hero. Yeah. <laughs> Such a hero. Everyday hero, mate. Um, yeah. But yeah, I went and I got some cereal, mate. I did do. Have I done Crave? I didn't buy Crave. I bought. I wanted to give it another try. Was the uh, white chocolate cocoa pops. Oh, what are you doing, mate? You, mate, you've got one opportunity to get some cereal no, in for a quarantine. No, 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 no. Obviously, I'm not quarantined. I can still go buy more cereal. Um, but it's obviously limited um, a little bit more. But I can... I can that was less. No surprise. That was less. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no I, what I, got, I got chocolate shreddies and white chocolate... Um, cocoa. I, they, they're, they're better. I feel like my mind's twisted again. I did, so I, what, I did, what I did do is blend them with I oh I like because I'm trying to use up some Weetabix so <laughs> so I like mixing stuff with Weetabix and they were quite nice that kind of soft white chocolatey taste with some Weetabix was good so mm. that's good what what snacks say say you're gonna go into quarantine the next two days and what snacks are you gonna go out and get what have you decided or not has it even crossed your must have crossed you're a food guy like you're a foodie like it's crossed your mind it has, but at the same time, I'm really trying to just eat three meals a day and not fuck around because that tends to be like I basically skip lunch today. Yeah, so I think people skip lunch, lunch, don't they? They just snack. When, um, well, I didn't. I haven't even really snacked, so yeah. I feel like I'm when I'm when I'm in indoors for a long time. I I have a, like a nice big breakfast, so we made some like shashuka today. That's one positive. I don't have to get up for anything really, so I can have breakfast at normal time. <laughs> I feel like you. It's great. Um, <laughs> one, one day, <laughs> I was like, we can have eggs, do this. It's amazing. I can watch the news, watch TV for a little bit, chill out, have some coffee. I look forward to those days on the weekend when I can do them. And yeah, I'm, I'm sure it will get pretty long in the tooth after about three or four days. But um, yeah, it does. But it's really, really strange. This is day one, by the way, guys. That's why I'm kind of super excited about it. Um, <laughs> but I can't remember where I was going with that, mate. I think the Guinness has gone to my head. 
yeah, you said you're enjoying cooking and basically being at home. But no, it's, it's the same thing. Like I think with with me as is, and I, I'm trying to. I suppose this week with check-ins with clients would be interesting because I think that's the point that I'm trying to get across. Is like, look, like it's a great time to be better at cooking, learn more about cooking, learn more about food, like. Because the the sad reality is, like that's going to be the highlight of a lot of people's days because you know yeah. there's not a huge amount lot going on. So you're going to want to make sure you're cooking decent food, and you're going to make sure it tastes good, and you still want to hit your goals. And you know it's you know there'll be, there'll be home workouts flying around, all sorts. Like I've given some of mine to some clients, and we're all going to have to probably look at get. I, I hate home workouts. I think they're the most unmotivating things oh, going. So but <laughs> at the same time, I'm sat in there now going, actually though, but for the next two to three weeks, whatever it's going to be, I'm actually going to want to do it though. Like there's a difference yeah, yeah. between taking a few days off and being, oh, I probably should do a home workout to actually, no, I need to move and like actually, you know, retain some muscles through here because I'm going out of my mind. So, you know, with all that, all that going on, like it, you're going to need to be making sure you're eating well and doing all that sort of stuff. So, um, we're lucky that obviously we do like online shops anyway. So we've been kind of lucky with that. We've had to book in the next two for like, I think one was like this Sunday, which we booked a week ago. And then the other one was like not till fucking the first of April or something stupid because everyone's gone mad for it. Yeah, but yeah. we basically just put the same food shop in orders. We're not trying to, we're not doing anything too differently. Laura's gone out to buy wine, obviously, because she likes to drink. Yeah, but, she has. Good girl. Um, yeah, she likes to drink. <laughs> but um, but I've, I've tried not to buy any chocolate or sweets because I, w- I just eat them. I'm just as bad as everyone else. I will just eat them. Yeah. So for me, it's, the, it's, it's again a prime example of don't have it in the house and you won't eat it kind of thing that we always tell people like um but you know it's going to be in the house it's going to happen and you're going to have it and it's luckily with the way it is we can still get outside and walk around and move around it's not you know complete quarantine inside it's you know we are allowed to move around outside and yeah yeah, walk around people in the street and stuff yeah yeah you Uh, could you could tell i don't know whether it's happening in bath but like certainly here like we walk down the street and you're very much kind of like giving people a lot more of a wide bath. Yeah, it's not quite it's as bad here. It's not quite it's as like, bad. Yeah. Like I accidentally like brushed somebody. I was it's like, I better figure out that on my elbow. Like, yeah. it's going <laughs> to make London so He's out and about. Like, I'm like, I'm still better. When it's all when it's all over, like, let's say it's four weeks and everyone starts going out again, right? I always think it's going to be so weird because everyone on the tube is going to be like, ooh, like, do I? Or, yeah. You know, they're going to be like that weird thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, is that close enough? Not too close. Um, yeah, nice. so, I, I actively do. I mean, like you, I, I quite like social distancing. Um, so I don't I've been, like, I've been practicing it the last couple of years anyway I, mean, so. I don't like people touching me anyway so it's lucky, lucky, lucky enough that if the girlfriend gets close it's like yeah so it's just like Ugh, you're sweaty awful I, like I was saying like when, when people were like oh wash your hands after every client I was like people don't wash their hands after every client yeah <laughs> yeah I oh, that's the biggest. Like, it's disgusting. Like, that's the for me is if, been... if you stretch somebody and they're a little bit sweaty after working out, or you've had to touch lots of stuff, I'm going to wash my hands. Like, just, just that's what I'm going to do. Absolutely fine. I don't understand. It's like, two seconds away in the gym. Uh, that's an odd one. But gyms are closed, so well, some of them are. Government guidelines, they don't have to be closed yet. Uh, some of them are. Pure gyms guidelines. What is it? They're not not allowed more than 100 people in the gym. PTs are still going to be there. Um, all equipment has been moved two meters away from each other. Um, they've removed removed some stuff as well, so in pure gyms. Um, all the Barry's boot camps and core collectives and all those kind of class bases are all shut down. But some of the funniest, I've, I've realized that some people were probably, we've probably got listeners who are, are Barry's or like these class based instructors are probably going to teach these classes. But they're doing Instagram lives of the class. We watched one today. And obviously, barriers are shut down. So they're doing the Instagram of the class with the instructor, the videographer, and two trainers that have obviously turned up that they have to do the class. <laughs> Normally, the class is nearly 50 people, like 25 treadmills and 25 stations there. And they're just like, yeah, trying to create this out. It's fair play to them. Like, <clears throat> but it's super, super strange. But yeah, yeah, snacks. So I bought some tin stuff. What do you think I bought? Because I thought it was a thing to do. I didn't. I didn't go mental. I was just like, "What do I fancy that's tin? What have I not had for a while?" What tin snacks? Not tin snacks. With tin food, you can snack. But what if you were going to buy? If you go down the I tin, bet you've got you've got definitely bought baked beans. Wait, no, no. Let's put let's put it this way. If you were going down the tin foods aisle, what three things are you going to buy, Daniel? 
Tuna. Tuna. It's a, what, so whatever you can buy, you're going for tuna. You're allowed any tinned product. Hey, I don't really know what... I don't really... I'll be honest, this is going to sound make me sound really bad. Oh, I you're don't, so fast. <laughs> I don't really eat that many tinned foods. When you, were, when you were younger, did you not, like, have a, a bunch of tinned food and stuff? No. It was just easy. Wow, hard times you come from. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Baked beans. Brilliant. That's a good one. That's a staple. It's a staple. We'll let you have that. I would go tuna. The guy squirm. He doesn't even know what comes in a tin. Everyone needs protein, mate. Come on. Mushy peas. They come in a tin. They they, they can come in a tin, correct. (laughs) Any any kind of vegetable can come in a tin. You can get like tinned fruit and all that kind of stuff. Anything. Pineapple rings. Pineapple rings, they do come in a tin. So I'll let you into mine. Um, So I've never never had like tin spaghetti, that kind of stuff. Oh, come on, mate. No. That's That's right. So I went for. So I'm incredibly partial to the tinned hot dogs no right no so good they are so good it's unreal like tinned hot dogs way forward um i would quite happily just plow them anyway um what what what's your so that's that's in my top three what what are you gonna go against me what tuna mate better protein tuna no i mean we're putting a vote on this 100 (laughs) percent. i'm taking a picture of this (laughs) tuna or hot dogs get get on no not tuna or hot dogs tuna or hot dogs in a tin there's a difference, yeah, mate. There's a difference. Tuna's in the tin. Yeah, nice you can't, like yeah, but I'd rather get the frankfurters that are not in a tin. Yeah, so would I, but I'm talking about tin food. Yeah, but you're making it sound as if like they're special, but like surely frankfurters <laughs> won't go out of date that quickly either. <laughs> yeah, they don't, but that's not exactly. the point there. <laughs> oh, that's quite like them. Um, so I didn't buy this, but I know you can get it. It's chili con carne in a tin. That's oh, quite good. It's what? quite that's good. <laughs> So you can get Pinotin. Really? Pinotin is the... Uh, we actually nicknamed... Right. Are we back in World War Two or something? Like, <laughs> come on, everything's in a tin we, now. We nicknamed... Uh, the, uh, there was a guy at uni we used to live with, and he once, once bought a Pinotin, and he was now known as Pinotin Guy. So. <laughs> uh, i tell you what yeah. is in a tin that I do like is custard. Custard? Oh, I didn't see that. That was good. I've been the sweet bit. And rice pudding. Right. Um, but yeah, so so I didn't buy a pint tin. Just give me a little bit of out there. But I went for corned beef. Yeah, it's all right, but corned beef's great and surprisingly expensive. So usually, you said, I'm, like you said this last week. It's, it's surprisingly expensive. <laughs> you can't get over the price of corned beef, can you? Yeah, no, it's crazy. And I did sausages and beans. So. Yeah, no, I just not as fan of tin food, mate. Not gonna lie. I'm a nutritionist. Spot the nutritionist out of the two of us. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> mate, nutrient quality does come into it at some point. And then, it's not just yeah, I've stopped having bagels and that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, we've I, not really done any stocking up, if I'm honest. Like, maybe we should probably start lots at some of, point. Lots of meat and joints of meat and stuff like that. Like, just, just so you, it's just like meat and stuff that you can put in the freezer. So yeah, like, we've just been trying really hard not to do any of that because obviously, uh, you know, other people need it, mate. Do you know what I mean? So we've just been yeah. pretty. We've only done as much as we can kind of fit in the kitchen. It's not overflowing or anything. So it's just a theory. I just, that, I just don't yeah. understand everyone going for dry pasta. I just don't get it. Like, it's the last thing in the world I want. I, I saw a, a great tweet about that. It was like, as well, it was um, everybody's buying dry pasta. All the pasta is sold out, but all the pasta sauce is still there. I saw another one as well the other day. It was like, um, <laughs> all the pasta's gone, but all the lasagna sheets are still there because people still can't be asked to make lasagna even like this. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, exactly. Like, people can't be bothered. I just don't, I just think it's one of those things that in a in a moment of panic, you just get it. And, and because everyone else is getting it, people are like, oh, we must, we must get it then. The fact yeah. is, in all these places that have shut down, Italy, Reverend, all the shops have stayed open, all of them, uh, to get food. Yeah, yeah. Still allowed to go get it. And I, and I and I nearly as a piece of content actually I might still do it I might not I nearly went through all the food in our house laid it all out on the table and worked out how many weeks I think I could survive just on the food in my house without stockpiling anything without looking at anything and looking at it and if I really needed to how long would I be able to go for and I would I would hazard a guess it would be three weeks easy easy and that's not even a stockpile anything I think we were we're, we're set for at least a month now I was just like, I don't understand human beings. They're just fucking idiots. Um, so there was that. And then the toilet paper thing as well. I was like, you do know if you're quarantined at home, you could wash your ass in the shower. <laughs> yeah, which, What's which, the fucking point? I don't most, get it. Most people with kids know that anyway, because it's easier. Exactly. Because well. 
Because it's like, I'm not going to wipe your farm. I'd rather just put you in the shower and hose you off. <laughs> I know, like, I just, it just baffles me that people are that, I just don't get it. They've not thought about it. Like, yeah. it's just been monkey see, monkey do, as everything is in this country, pretty much, with a lot of morons out there. And the other thing that annoys me, and, oh, this has turned to run. Here we go. I am <laughs> The other thing that annoys me, and I've noticed recently, is all the people on social media saying, don't hoard stuff, um, you know, like, look out for the person that you need, who needs it, like, be respectful of other people, be kind, be considerate, all this sort of stuff. They're all saying it to their followers, and if they follow them, they're following them because they are obviously aligned with them in some way. So it's like, you're preaching to the converted, like, the people that you need to speak to aren't following you. They're not on your Facebook or on your Instagram. They are fucking morons at a different, like, level to you, and they will not be seeing what you put out. Stop saying it. Stop saying it. Like, we know you're in an echo chamber. Everyone else agrees with you. They're not the ones doing it. It's all the other morons. It's just like, come on. Um, so, yeah, that was, um, that was funny. But I just, yeah, I just, I, 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 it, it really does. Times like this really bring out the real human, like, nature and, and where people are at with things. Because Laura made a great point the other day. She was like, a month ago, everyone was going, be kind, be kind, be kind. Now everyone's going, give me that, give me that, give me that. And it's like, fucking... It just shows you people just jump on whatever they think is the right thing to say, um, you know, all that sort of stuff, and it's just it's just ridiculous. So, right. so obviously we're going to come to the sh- well. Have you managed to binge any Netflix? Not really at the moment, because obviously no. for me, like I know you joke and I don't do any work, which I don't probably. <laughs> do. but, um, I actually haven't. I've actually been had work to do, and I've obviously had loads of stuff to to do. So I actually I haven't got into that mindset yet of. Maybe this is going to sound really bad, but I, for me, I spend a lot of time at home anyway working. So for me, it's like, it's not really like, the only thing that's going to change for me is that obviously I won't have anything on in the evenings and at the weekends now we won't really be doing anything. Um, like Laura's now not going to her classes. She's doing them all um, virtually online, which is eventually after fucking months of me having to go of being on, not being online, whatever. Um, so yeah, luckily like she can do all of her stuff online and, and like she can set things up in, like the living room and other people, all the clients are like, yeah, I can't wait because at least I can do something or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for us, like, yeah, I just get to have to spend more time with Laura. Or she has to spend more time with me, one or the other. Don't worry around it. <laughs> her, having to spend more time with me. Um, and it's just, to be honest, trying to keep Isabel entertained. But other than that, like, I haven't got the time to really sit and binge watch Netflix like, during the day or anything, like some people have, like you. Um, well, it wasn't during the day. I'm, I'm actually doing some work. Like, oh, I'm still trying to keep my hours. Pretend like you're doing work, Tom. Reduce that. I was like, Luke, uh, I'll do about three or four hours a day, but I can't promise anything. <laughs> um, i got to make my way through a course at the moment, that's why. I've done half of it today. Blitzed it. Um, my 100%. Yeah, well, do you know what? Over the next couple of weeks, mate, we can get our heads together and we can sort of plan out what we're going to do in 2021. Exactly. You know, so Interesting. But yeah, well, well, so we decided to binge. Slightly topical. Topical? Or PT based. Um, we, we've been watched a show called show called Strong on Strong. on uh, Netflix. Yeah, so it's uh, ten ten trainers, world best trainers apparently. Um, I thought to say, I bet they're not. They're not. They're some of them are fucking awful. And um, <laughs> then they're paired with so all these males, male trainers, paired with uh, six six females, six females. I'm just looking at my hands. So I came up with six. <laughs> even those five there I've no idea I'm drunk Dan clearly um, <laughs> um, so ten, 10 trainers paired with 10 females that want to lose weight or they need a transformation and yeah. uh, <laughs> it was interesting so me and Chloe watched all 10 episodes in like three days um, yeah so it was quite it was super strange they're like super passionate like Americans trying to lose weight all these trainers, but all from various different disciplines. Some of them complete ass, ass wipes and complete egos and ridiculous. It was so it was really kind of funny. If you want to go watch it, I one hundred percent do. All the girls are actually all right, actually. Like they want to lose weight, they're there for a reason. But they're like the prize money is like a five hundred thousand dollar pot, which is pretty good, right? Um, but and the people you get like medallion for winning, and there's like different strength and stuff like that, and they have to beat the tower. It's kind of like a. a Fit like a fat fighters, uh, gladiators kind of thing. Um, okay. Really cool. I'd love to do it, and uh, it was just quite gratifying. So one one thing was um, awful in the show was the product placement, uh, uh, where, 
where every now and again, you know, like, nothing to do with it, what they were doing. Obviously, Fitbit was sponsoring and heavily endorsing it. So every now and again, they'd like tap into their training and they'd be like, oh, all right, what heart rate zone are you in? Oh, great, you're in the fat burning zone now. And he shows his like Fitbit Alta and it's like sitting there and then <laughs> using that. And then they show the like the, <laughs> the, uh, the summary of the workout or it's like, you've done your steps today as well. And you were training this time in this zone. Thanks to Fitbit, oh gee, thanks to Fitbit, you can do that. So I just ripped out my headphones. Thanks to Fitbit as well. Like, thanks yeah. to Fitbit. No, it's not because like, not because you're working hard. It's because thanks to Fitbit. And then the other product placement was Subway. Yeah. <laughs> so they were like, oh, yeah, I can't believe they've got a new menu out. Oh, the deluxe menu really caters for everything in my need. Yeah, and they're like, oh, but and you can put all these healthy different things in. They're just sitting there blatantly having it. <laughs> and you're like, what are you doing? So That's obvious, isn't it, over there? So obvious, it was unreal. Just cut away to that, like them having lunch and subway everywhere and we're like do you think subway is sponsoring this show um yeah. and then at the la- on the last episode we didn't know what it was and like he was like what is e- eas and then halfway through it was like oh yeah what i really think so 30 minute window get your protein in and we're like brilliant it's a protein company um yeah. <laughs> but obviously they, they needed some money um but that was interesting so but was really gratifying so out of these 10 trainers there's like a there was like a guy that was really into like fucking Pilates and all that kind of stuff. Another guy that really liked climbing, but it was a really good gymnast and all this other stuff. And then there was like, I don't know, two ex-NFL people, like coaches, um, then like various different trainers, gymnasts and normal trainers, long distance and ultra marathon and stuff like that. And uh, the people who made it to like the final three to four and who eventually won it, it was really gratifying that it was traditional strength and conditioning for 12 weeks that these girls lost the most weight, won the whole competitions, beat everybody because it was just like they were the strongest, they were the fastest, they were the fittest, they could hang the longest, they could do this stuff, they were more dynamic and like the rest of them were terrible um, and they just Good, yeah. couldn't keep up. And it was just like, Chloe's like, yeah, realised that it's all the traditional stuff like moving barbells and sprints and doing normal stuff. The guy who... <laughs> the guy who tracked uh, the guys like the girls back squats over 12 weeks had won shock I was like yeah. yep she went from 65 pounds to 115 pounds she is stronger yep yeah it was basics like, work yeah it's it, crazy it? basics that work it was really it was quite fun though I'd watch it it was really like Americanized and passionate pretty annoying some of them but interesting yeah, American, I think you, you would probably last about 20 minutes into one episode I think and then you'd shut off yeah, probably not for me then, that one, is it? But have you downloaded Football Manager now, then? I haven't, mate. No, like I said, I actually don't have that much time, Tom. I know you think yeah. I do. But... All right. We should probably actually cover what you're doing as a... Well, what you think people should be doing as an online trainer during this time. Oh, God. Um, I mean, everyone... Five minutes. Go. Yeah, everyone does things differently. Um. If you're doing obviously group-based things, things like that, um, obviously you, you know the scope of what you give out might be a little bit less, and um, I, I don't really do any of that, so I don't really know. My my stuff's more geared towards one-to-one coaching. So um, from a nutritional standpoint, nothing really changes. Like nothing has changed. Like you know, people are still going to have their goals to hit from that point of view, and and still want to keep healthy and fit during this time. Um, they'll have to keep an eye on their calorie output from steps and things and then probably adjust their intake accordingly. I think obviously people are going to eat, stress eat, people are going to emotionally eat, potentially boredom becomes a factor. Um, protein frequency becomes a, a, something that you might think about. Um, from a nutrition standpoint, again, giving people more calories at other days if they decide that they want to eat a bit more food or have a drink or whatever. Like I think there's a few factors like that which which come into it. And then obviously with their training, it's just been adapting their training to work at home. Like a lot of my clients have messaged me being like, oh, they've got some some stuff at home. So even if you had a even if they have a TRX at home, that's a fucking huge bonus. Like that you can do you could you could really make you know carry on progress really with one of them, to be honest. Um home workouts with no weight at all, you can probably maintain muscle tissue and you'd be all right if you've got like i've got luckily got adjustable dumbbells that go up to like 24 kilos i think each so i've still got a bit of weight that i can 
do stuff. I can't lift it actually, to be honest, both of them <laughs> at the same time. Um, but yeah, I've still got a bit of weight and stuff, but even things like resistance bands and things to keep you focused. But what I'm trying to do with quite a few of my clients is to look at other things that they need to focus on. So I've got some people who need to focus more mobility um, and shit like that. It's like, this is a great time to go, do you know what? I can't move properly. I'm going to make sure that in eight weeks time I can fucking move really well. Um, so incorporating things like that into it, get them doing loads of burpees in the garden obviously uh, <laughs> uh, box jumps and so no uh, i'm joking that is a joke, that is a joke. I they can buy that. our t-shirt Jeez. yeah our team no burpees t-shirt and um, <laughs> yeah just uh, just and just adapting things to 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 the situation people find themselves in i think with um with online training obviously it, it you know for me i've been doing it like this for for a long long time so i've kind of just slotted into it um I still don't. My dad was like, oh, so you're going to get on Skype now and do like sessions with people? I was like, no, I've never done that. Like, that's not what I do. Why do you think I do that? Like, I don't do like that. Calm down. Um, and yeah, and just, I think, I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I haven't really said this publicly or posted about it because I don't think it's, it's the right thing to do, but it's also an important time to focus on your health. As daft as that sounds, like, I don't think, um, and obviously mental health comes into that obviously at this time we've been isolated and sh- shit potentially like mental health's huge but we can't downplay the benefits physical health have on mental health mm. I haven't put it out there because I think it's fucking I wouldn't bother I don't think it's worth it but it is a factor um, when it comes to these sorts of things and just trying to keep you motivated really I think because it is hard to be motivated at times like this but like I've said throughout I think if you're positive you focus on what you can do um, you'll be absolutely fine. So adapted a few programs for people, had to film a lot more home workouts and things like recommended products people buy that are quite cheap, like the sliders, for example, are great for stuff at home. Yeah. You can create some um, some tension with them, a TRX and resistance. Sliders, bands. you don't even buy them. If the case of Amazon's going absolutely crazy and hiring hundreds of like new people, like towels literally hand towels or yeah towels are good fine on a wooden floor absolutely fine yeah if you've not got a slippy floor um Mm -hmm. then you can get something that's flat and plastic does the same job that's what they are sliders yeah like a dinner tray or something like that like yep dinner tray something that would work um and and it's just about being creative and i think over the next few weeks you're going to see some really good trainers get really creative um with with stuff to do at home and, and things to keep things interesting but so that's all you can do and it's like i said focus on the positives but luckily from a diet point of view it is as important as ever to focus on things like that because again getting getting overweight at this time is only going to make you feel worse really so it's it's more that sort of thing um and just being there for people like i think for me i think when i look at a lot of my clients i think i'm probably someone that they would open up to and confide in and talk to a lot and i think you just have to be there and just be yeah. be there and just explain these things and explain how things are going to help and be a human at the end of the day and i think that's where the good trainers like you know i, I obviously talk a lot on instagram about the fucking idiot coaches that just send you an email going grind harder and all that sort of shit they're fucked <laughs> they are fucked at this point because people will realize they give them no value and if you actually care about your clients you want the best for them you'll be there you'll do the best you can for them um and, and it'll all be okay everything will all be okay like that's the that's the bottom line of, of this is that it will all be okay with with that sort of stuff the gyms will open again you will be able to go back to lifting heavier weights you will be stronger than ever by the end of the year than you were at the start of the year that's still all be true that will still all be able to be happening um it's just about like i say just maybe switching the focus for a month and doing something you're not very good at so for me it might be that i might get roped into doing home pilates classes oh yeah because I'm shit at Pilates, on, uh, guess what? Shit at it. So can you it would do actually be that on Instagram Live, please. I'll do it live, yeah, of course. Will. Laura can't wait. Um, but you know, in all seriousness, like it's shit like that becomes important now. Like stuff like fucking supplements and shit don't become important at this point. It's not about fucking pre workout and all that sort of stuff. It's about just enjoying yourself, having as much fun as possible. Because again, your workout could be the the funnest part of your fucking day at the moment (laughs) like even if it is a home one so i think as an online trainer you just have to be there and be present and and support people um as best as possible and and luckily for me and and we've been able to do that for ever since i've been doing it so nothing changes from that point of view um that's it really i suppose i don't think i'm doing i don't think i'm doing much different um my clients might tell you otherwise but i don't think i'm doing much different other than being roped into doing more podcasts with you for fuck's sake. I know. Oh. So we we've got to keep the uh, people positive and have them 
Let's that's what I'm good at, isn't it? That's what I'm tending. <laughs> you know, we can like, uh, well let's let's base it. We're going to cover all the other topics apart from fitness over the next few weeks. Let's say, yeah. Um, if we can, we can crack up to. Should we should we try to three a week? Oh sure. mate, we can do it all the time, mate. We can do for a week. I, I, I can't stand you that long. Um, but yeah, let's we do can. It every day then. Fuck you. Let's do it every day. <laughs> Daily show. Daily show. We're just yeah, that'd be that'd be awful. There'll be nothing to talk about, mate. Um, there'll be nothing nothing in the world that happened. Oh wait, quite a lot. But yeah, should I cover the slightly in person EPTE? What stuff may be happening or going through people's mind, especially with people not in the industry, can realise yeah. what's happening. Um, so I come from an employed model. Obviously, two gigs, but one I'm contracting for, one I'm employed for. So the employed model at first base, obviously, and this probably runs for gyms like Equinox, maybe gyms like, I'm not too sure what the model is, uh, maybe David Lloyd's, Nuffield Health, Virgin Active, um, all those big chains. Um, I don't know what the gym group is. Obviously, gym box is rental. There's rental models, employed models, and basically the difference. So the future, 100%, is something that we've been teaching on the PTC as a hybrid model, is essentially me and Dan combined. So you end up having like online PT as well as coaching them in person, So, <clears throat> which is a great model as far as I'm concerned. So you kind of got two different incomes. So you maybe you, you uh, program somebody, but you train them once a month as well um, is the idea. And maybe they train by themselves but over at other gyms and you may maybe have a little bit of hybrid system going on. You have to be demographically, I don't know, geographically there, but that's going to be going, going on. Maybe that's something to start looking into with what's happening right now because you can start looking at that. Um, it's a time to, so I've given a list to all the, some of the Marlebone trainers at Vastit, knowing that I do a bit of online personal training is just some, some, I don't know, online training systems and networks and stuff to use and little apps to use um, which ones I found the easiest to get up and running quickly um, would be my PT hub and trainerize with the two ones that I would if you're struggling as a um, a normal PT an in-person PT normal PT <laughs> I would go on trainerize and crack open that and just sign people up to that really quickly um, and then we both use go card correct yes yeah we both, me and Dan, use both Go Cardless for our payment systems. So it's super easy. You can literally just send them a link and they just have to input it and it's got your logo on it and all that kind of stuff, um, which is quite cool. Super, super easy. Literally a WhatsApp link, um, which is fun. Um, so the employed model stuff is people are going to be worrying about salaries. And with the big bailout today, um, what got announced, the $330 billion, um, we might be okay in terms of that because obviously gyms are closing we don't have anybody anywhere to train clients are going to be very apprehensive about training in parks or elsewhere maybe you can go to their home but then you don't know whether you've been in contact with it especially if the gym's closed because of corona um which is all going through my head right now because i've got some clients who want me to come to them and i'm like all right but i've probably been in contact with it and you might be in contact as well because your office is closed. So I'm not too sure what's going to happen. If you're willing to take the risk, I'll come. If not, then I'm not. Um, I've kind of said I'd rather go to a park um, because I'm not too close to you and I can keep like two, three meters away the whole time. And I, organize, I can bring some stuff as well. So I've got bands and sliders. And in a park, it's just a little bit more space to do some like, I don't know, it'll be like football training, agility drills and stuff like that. So it's just cool. Um, I don't mind that little jumps and don't just make them do burpees and jumping up and down and running up and down the whole time. You can still squat. You can still, yeah. All that kind of stuff. So you can still do like hamstring walkouts and all this stuff. Try, try and be creative and hit every single body part. If you can, it's just some of the core stuff would be a bit, well, I don't know. You can do chops and stuff with bands, right? Just attaching them somewhere is going to be tough. Mm. Part benches, etc. Um, so it's using that to, and if you're worried about contractual terms, which is some of my guys were, um, don't worry. Trust me, if the gym is closed, as far as I'm concerned, as some of these guys' boss, and I will argue this if they, if they bring it up, you're not stealing from the gym if you're within the, the realms of like one mile radius because the gym's closed. There's nowhere to train. Therefore, you can train your client somewhere. Absolutely fine. No, fuck that. This time for this, mate, is ridiculous. 
There's also the only issue is park licensing. So if it's a if it's a park under whatever borough, you're meant to have a park license. I've got a feeling they might waive that, and who would fucking care? I'd be like, job on mate. I'm not giving you my details. See you later. Um, that's one of the issues that you might have. So it might be a case of doing it in somebody's household garden if you can do that and do a little group session and train with them. It would be the would be the best thing to do. Mm. Uh, so I would 100% go and do that if that's like, something you can do. And then, yeah, asking for like reductions in rent and all this kind of stuff. But with the bailout, if you're a medium to small business, usually most of these gyms will be all right. So first base falls under the category of a medium business. So it should be okay. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. I think it's going to be quite lean um, in terms of times. But yeah, I think with the bailout, what's happened today, and then because they've looked at the employed model today for gyms, not self-employed. Just gonna say that as out today. It'll probably change by the time that you guys are listening to this. Of course, it's, this is it's rapidly changing every single day, right? Boris is standing in front of the press conference every single day at five to five thirty, right? So, by the way, by the way, I bet he's wishing he never won that fucking election now, and he. You know <laughs> what, I mean? what what the fuck? Can you imagine? What's your first fucking big thing as prime minister? Jesus. Mm. And I and I feel bad for the guy because. He's going to get hounded, whatever he does. He's sat there, right? All the decisions he's made, all the things he said, 100%, 100% guarantee you, other people are advising him what to do because they're more expert than him. He's just the puppet telling people what to do. But yeah, everyone on social media, oh, he's a fucking idiot. I'm like, no. I'm like, no, no. He's got, you know, he's got no clue what he's doing. And neither of you. So, like, don't pretend that anyone would be better at this job than him or whatever. No one, no one's good at this job. Like, no one's good at that. I just find it hilarious that, like, is people are jumping on the, you know, because they didn't, they didn't want him as prime minister, or whatever. They're jumping on it and, and using an excuse to fucking hound him. I just, oh, it's just no one knows what the fuck to do. <laughs> it's just, weird. it's oh. crazy. But yeah, I guess if you're a one-to-one PT, video your work, like a, some home workouts, just do a little 20 30 40 videos using your iphone like that's your exercise bank done that that's two three four hours tops of your working day that you would have been competing anybody anyway send it through to whatever clients and put it in a little list i do it to some people every single time if they're doing their workouts i video them doing it normally in the gym so it's just a case of you videoing it and then send their program um obviously they'll probably be comfortable for to paying you for it but you just have to take the, the fact that you weren't getting as much rate as you you were doing one to one PT, right? Mm. I can't charge somebody for a program in the videos, whatever I was charging them hundred time hundred quid for three sessions a week. I'm not gonna be like that was three hundred quid, please. Um, can you pay me that next week as well? So yeah, it's not gonna happen. But it's gonna be interesting. See if you can talk nutrition. See if you can talk into some of this kind of stuff. But it's just be careful because it is tricky to do online coaching. Um, and probably even trickier right now. So, yeah, I just think I, I said because I've said to a few people at, at this point is, yeah, just remember that like you want to minimise stuff that can go wrong for people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like if you're trying to do so many different things and you're doing a few little things wrong, it's just going to add to the stress. Like just do a couple of things very very well. If you do them well, carry on doing them well. Don't try and you know try and fucking do everything. Under, under the sun it's just not yeah. and if, if you haven't thought about any of this stuff now use today to plan it just plan all day and don't do anything just literally write your whole plan and be like yeah okay that's gonna happen say if this lasts for six weeks that's your plan of what your business is gonna do and how you're gonna approach it and then start doing it the day after because without a plan and knowing what your schedule might be looking like right now Obviously, it's going to be changing, but without sitting back and being like, actually, this is what's going to happen, blah, 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 you're never going to stick to it. And it's going to look like shit if you're constantly off the fly. So I think that's a thing that obviously myself and you have realized as you get older and older and older um, and looking into business and how we want to do stuff. We, we will literally sit for three, four hours and plan out exactly what we want to happen, when we want to happen. And then we can follow the procedures that's already there and make changes as you go, but the skeleton kind of plan's already there. Um, interesting, mate. Yeah, going forward, there'll be no more of this talk, though. It'll all just be like back to normal. Um, oh, but stupid. Like say, we, just had to, uh, we just had to address it, I suppose, didn't we? Yeah. Because there's... I, mean, I mean, we might be the only source of corona information for people who want, who want it. Like, it'd be crazy. 
We won't be. Maybe. Yeah, I just like I, like I said at the start. I just think I, I think if you just sit and watch the news, it's just it's just fucking. It just, is depressing. Just don't just don't watch it. Just crack on. Like I said, do the best you can. And, and I and I, I'm like I said, whether I, I don't know if I've had a bit of a mindset change over the last few months anyway to things, but I'm just like just focus on shit you can do. There's there's really no point worrying about it. Doesn't add Correct. to any. Doesn't help in any way. <laughs> uh, but again, like I've seen daft stories of people in China like taking up new hobbies, learning new skills, fucking all that. Like I, I know it sounds a bit daft and a bit stupid, but it could. I don't. I can't even. Believe I'm saying this for, again from me. But this could be the start of something that you do for the rest of your life that actually could transform what you do and how you do it. You just don't know. You have no fucking idea. You have no clue. Um, I just think yeah, it could be. It could be the start of the rest of what you want to do for the rest of your life because you might learn how to do it over the next few weeks. You might have a, a, a passion for something. You might realise you're not in a job that you love doing and now you want to go, fuck it, actually, I'm going to do something different. Or whatever, I don't know. But my point is, if you look at it that way, rather than getting all fucking down about it. Oh, yeah, what, do, what we forgot to say, didn't we? <clears throat> so as of today, was it the uh, the German Big Brother? I was oh, yeah, like, I fuck off. <laughs> so, so in Germany and Canada, I've just read through this as well. Um, Big, Big Brother has been running for like just over a month. So none of the German contestants know about any of the pandemic. I wouldn't want to they, know. They don't know. know about Corona. They don't. Yeah, you wouldn't want to know, would you? They just don't know. They've been in there I'd over kept a month. In there. I'd want to be kept in there for another 80 days. Germany, as of the time of recording, got over six, 7,000 confirmed cases. But they have no idea. It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> well, I just want to stay there. Yeah, they're, they're perfectly fine, aren't they? That would be one of the best places to be right now. What a place to be. Yeah. They're earning good money. <laughs> it's on TV. And then, uh, yeah, they're completely safe. Hopefully, unless the people packaging or whatever, whatever it looks like. It's fine. We'll talk about it later. Um, <laughs> what we will talk about um, next time, I think, is I did send you it, wasn't it? The Because uh, at times like this, because somebody ate a bat, there's definitely going to be uh, some vegan talk, isn't there, Dan? But oh, um, I mean, we'll save that for next episode. All right. <laughs> Real of it. It's fine. Um, I guess we'll see each, I don't know, we'll see each other in a couple of days. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's for free a week. Why not, guys? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you, I guess, in a couple of days. See you later.